I invite you to take your Bibles and turn with me to the gospel for this morning. We are moving from Luke to John on this Sunday, and our passage is John 12, 1 to 8. As you are able, in body or spirit, or at home, and whatever posture you prefer, we invite you to rise if you're able as we hear the words of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one at those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone. She has brought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. This is the word of Christ. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Let us bow in prayer. May the words of my mouth, the thoughts, the meditations of each of our hearts, all of us, be found pleasing, acceptable in your sight, Lord, our rock, our redeemer, our hopeful resurrection. Amen. Well, Shell is right. One of the greatest inventions is the GPS. Lord, have mercy. In my humble opinion, there's nothing better because she's my sister in many ways, but today she's more my sister. I, too, am challenged. I have tennis shoes that say left and right because I can't tell you what's what. I have to do this, not this, this, to remind myself what's left and what is right. And I thank you for reminding me that's north. I always get it confused with south. GPS systems are one of the best things that have ever happened in our lives. In my humble opinion, again, I say you may have another opinion, but to me this is just where everything is. It offers me a sense of security because, you see, I put it in from home to St. Mark every day and from St. Mark to home because, Lord knows, I can get lost between here and there, plus Atlanta traffic. Ugh. It tells you there's a speed camera up ahead. There's a police officer down the road. There's an accident. Recalculate. Go this way. It's very helpful. I learned about GPSs from my good friend and colleague, Jamie Jenkins, who's now retired. He was a pastor who I followed in a couple of appointments, and we have a good friendship together. His family is close to ours. Jamie was one of the first people I know to get a GPS for his car. You know, the one you kind of stuck with a suction cup up on the window and it fell all the time? Had that wonderful female voice who would speak to you, kind of computerish, but she was there. One day, Jamie, his wife, Lena, 
and their son Jonas were going to a district event. And so Jamie put in the coordinates from the house to the church that they were going to. The GPS guided him faithfully until one point Jamie could tell that there was going to be a traffic jam. And so he took a right and the GPS immediately said what? Recalculate. Jamie didn't recalculate. He kept going. He knew a way around and it kept saying to him, recalculate, recalculate. Finally, Jonas from the back seat of the car said, Dad, why aren't you listening to Lena? Lena, his mother, turned around and said, I don't know what you're talking about. I've not said anything, Jonas. To which Jonas replied, not you, Mom. Lena is what Dad calls the GPS because it tells him what to do all the time. <laughs> My GPS has an Indian voice, and it's just rich, and I love it. Nobody's telling me what to do all the time. Well, maybe God should be telling us what to do. Or at least offering a way to correct our path into God's direction for our lives. Because we often get lost in a wilderness. We should listen to a spiritual GPS, God's positioning system, and what will guide us when we are lost in that wilderness and cannot find our way home because we're stubborn or we're closed our minds, or we're broken. For whatever reason, God is always there ready to guide us and direct us in a way out of the wilderness, to make a way through the wilderness. This is what God does. With God's positioning system, our spiritual GPS, you and I can hear and at times see the directions that are more than just simple directions. Just like the writer of John. He heard from the Spirit, but his GPS gave him directions that had meaning beyond the very intention of his words. And so we must dig deep today into this passage, for there's so much here. God directed Jesus to call Lazarus from the grave, that place of finality, of darkness, of death. To call him instead to a new life of future, of light, of life. This act did more than simply upset the balance of life as it was known in that day and time, especially among the religious leaders of that day and time and what they understood. After all, nobody had been raised from the dead up to this point in time. This act, according to religious leaders, demanded an exchange in their minds, in their hearts. One dead soul for one living soul. In this strange and crazy act, the GPS of that time called for Jesus to become a substitute for the late, now living Lazarus. It also became the call for each one of us. Yes, in exchange for you and me, Jesus entered into the final holder of darkness and death. Willingly. God's positioning system drove Mary to anoint her Lord. She was honoring Jesus for the life that he had given her, for the life she'd received from his hand, the grace that he had poured upon her time and time again. But the direction of her anointing meant so much more than just smelling up his feet and the house. 
she didn't realize that this anointing was for his death. It meant that Jesus was going to go forward, prepared willingly to this death because he willingly exchanged himself out of love for Lazarus, exchanged himself out of love for you and for me. It meant that the poor, who would not have the blessing of this massive amount of money at the moment in time, would smell the fragrance of something called life for them and for all who would follow from the grave to life. It would overcome them with such love that they could not have ever understood how God would direct it upon them, that this God would call them by name and love them enough to take their place in the tomb. It should shake us up as well to this day because it was done for you and for me. Things that seem just one way with a GPS have a way of meaning so much more and doing so much more, especially in hindsight. In 1990, Mike Cordell was appointed to St. Mark United Methodist Church by the bishop and the cabinet with the idea and understanding that St. Mark's best days had been fulfilled. And it was now time to bless that legacy and close the doors in death. Yet, following the GPS that the Spirit placed before Mike, he saw some opportunities that led the faithful remnant to take a new and a different direction. He took a bumpy side road, if you will, which changed the lives and the situations of not just hundreds, but thousands of men and women of the LGBTQ community and even the straight community. Mike began doing funerals for those who had died from HIV AIDS, the only pastor willing to do that in Atlanta. And St. Mark opened their doors for those services, the only church in Atlanta. Instead of standing on the street and cursing those who passed by on the pride parade, Mike led the faithful remnant to give cups of cold water to them. Simple gestures, nothing outrageous, but kindness. And St. Mark became a miracle. Death, called out from the tomb, became new life bursting forth. All because... One chose to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit's GPS system. Instead of humanity's narrow view of what dollars and cents and numbers added up to. Words and deeds that had meaning beyond the intentions of those who spoke them or acted upon them. Great things began to happen. And in a way, in a way, St. Mark also made an exchange. St. Mark has willingly entered the tomb so that others could live again. You see, the wilderness journey is really tough, but we have a GPS given to us by God's Holy Spirit. We cannot be afraid ever to go down bumpy roads or paths that have not been trodden yet. We need to look deep into every situation we find ourselves and claim the victory there and then for Jesus Christ. And we need to make an exchange. Not so we can keep the status quo, but so we can turn tables and travel down rough patches and overgrown roads to find a new way from the wilderness to a broad and beautiful life-filled land that is for all of God's children. We're called 
to follow some strange and crazy directions and ideas and thoughts that God's positioning system gives us. Like pouring expensive perfume over someone's feet and wiping it with your hair. Like giving up your current job and answering the call that is coming onto your heart. Maybe like calling out the dead from their dry and non-existent life. Maybe breaking free of a lie to bring truth. Maybe standing up to hatred and not allowing it to any longer have power. Perhaps calling out the wrong for a seemingly unattainable right. And on and on the directions come from the GPS trying to lead us from death to life. At times, it's going to demand that we recalculate and follow a new way. At times, it's going to push us straight into the tomb, but only for a short while, because we know how this ends. It still seems crazy to most people that we would spend time listening to a voice from our car sound system. Yet I will confess to you every time I've obeyed it, it has saved me time, anxiety, frustration, and even the use of many cuss words. Somehow it knows what I do not know. Just like somehow God knows what I just do not know. God longs to speak to our hearts, my friends. God longs to offer us direction and lead us from wilderness times. We don't have to travel for 40 years in a God-forsaken seemingly place when it will only take four days if we listen and recalculate and follow. We simply need to trust. Trust that voice. Tune our hearts to it and our minds to the voice. Whatever you call it, you can call it Alina. You can call it a conscience. You can call it the Spirit of God. You can call it God, God's self. But whatever, I implore you to join me in listening to the voice and to recalculate our way to the land that God is offering. See, John's story, they tell us in seminary, is about preparing the way for Jesus, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and for a new day. I'll stretch that and ask, maybe it's also saying that it's preparing you and me for our death, for our burial, our resurrection, here in the now, and maybe even our faith community for a death, burial, and glorious resurrection that is yet to come. You who have ears to hear, listen and find your way out of the wilderness with the promise of God's positioning system. Recalculate and find a way forward. In the name of the Creator, the Redeemer, and the Spirit. Amen.